Hey folks, welcome in to the Irish Steelers podcast as we look back on a memorable week nine for the Pittsburgh Steelers and look ahead to coming into the second half of the season as we roll down the stretch. Michael McQuaid, Jimmy English, Steve McKee. Uh, feels like we did this a lifetime, boys, but always good to talk after a big W. Uh, Jimmy, first off, for people listening to the podcast, you got your Steelers gear on. You look very happy this evening, man. How are you doing? But do you know what, Michael? I woke up on Friday morning and part of me said, no, stay off social media, keep this, the score suspense. But I, I couldn't resist. And I was a very happy man when I saw that the Steelers had overcome the Titans at home. Um, raging that I missed out last week. I always love chatting Steelers football with you guys, but glad to be back uh, back in the fold once again for, yeah, like, like you said, it feels like a lifetime now. I don't know what episode this, this, is, this is at this stage, but it, it's always good fun. Dave, always good to see you. I know your Wi-Fi's patchy, so we'll see if we keep you for the whole episode. And um, we'll talk about the win in the second, but you're doing good. Getting closer to this watch party, getting closer to you come home, sir. I just I'm counting down the days at this point, I swear to God. I haven't been home since it feels like last Christmas, to be honest. It's probably not that long ago. But yeah, it was it was a good win on, on Sunday sorry, Sunday night. I don't even know what day it is now. On Thursday night and um yeah, as Jimmy said, you know we missed him last week. You know we missed the hearing, as you know, his his uh, his, his thoughtful opinions on on Kenny Pickett and etc. But yeah, you know what? It's just good to have another week down the drain, and we got the win. So yeah, uh, bring on this week, and um, glad to be talking Steelers football, with you guys. Let's go! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go, boys! Steelers obviously having that win against the Tennessee Titans at on on Thursday night football, and it was funny because we were sort of going into last week thinking. God, the Titans are really going to come in, march them with their new young, new young toy on the offense with Will Levis. Well, Steelers moved to five and three, five and three in the season, twenty to sixteen win in Thursday Night Football, and and um, I guess look, we will start off with yourself, Jimmy. Just the progression of this offense and what we've seen with Deontay Johnson. We talked in the off season about how we really wanted to see him take a step up this season. Ninety yards on the night, a touchdown really looking a lot more confident and I have to say I think a lot of us are just really really buzzing really really supportive of what he's done and just wishing the best over the next few weeks yeah so so, so far so good man absolutely it's great to see him you know come back in after after you know that hamstring injury and contributing significantly on the offense he caught his first touchdown pass I believe in two seasons there on Thursday night um, on a great route in the end zone from Kenny Pickett so he's added that extra dimension to the offense that I think we've been we've been missing. You know, you have two receivers of the caliber that we have. One of them is going to attract attention, which means the other one's going to be open up for to have a big game. So uh, great to see him back. Great to see. I mean, I, I I read somewhere that the Steelers are finding ways to get it done. I mean, we were the start of the season. There's no way we we thought they'd be sitting there second in the AFC North, and they're just they're, they're getting it done. They're finding ways to win. They're finding ways to put points on the board. Uh, our two running backs had another great game. Najee got a touchdown. So, look, it's it's not pretty. It's uh, it's but it's it's effective. It's not flashy, but they're they're getting the job done. So, if this is the way they have to grind out the rest of the season, then I'm gonna have to le- to learn to love it, Michael. The first touchdown for Deontay Dave in 655 days. He last caught a ball from Big Ben in the end zone. 655 days a long time, man. It's too long, and just for someone of his quality as well, you could tell just as soon as he caught the ball and he found the end zone, he was just hands in the air. He couldn't believe it. It's that feeling, you know, of 
how long is it since I've last scored? And it's 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 fantastic to see and finally get on the on the board. So, um, obviously, you know, it, it's one of those things where since first of the season, but hopefully it's not going to be his last either. So it's already an improvement from last year. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he can he can move on ahead. And um, you know, we've got a, a a good game coming up this weekend, and he has every chance he can uh, improve in that statistic. So here's to that, and um, yeah, was buzzing for him. Buzzing for him and like hopefully the first of many going into the season with a big postseason run to come, please God. Uh, we've seen Cole Holcomb, linebacker, uh, Jimmy is going to be out for the season, knee injury, expected to make a full recovery, but that was the main, I guess, sort of negative from the game in the sense of to lose a guy of his ability, it's it's we'll yeah. definitely miss him over the next few weeks. Yeah, 100%. Our inside linebacking corpse has been much improved this season. He was a key part of that. Obviously, he's our, he's the, he was the defensive play caller as well, which obviously a critical part to the run stop and you know it was great to get cam hayward back of course the heart and soul of that defense and you could immediately see the impact that he had when he came into the game um stuffing stuffing up derrick henry but it, to, to lose a player of holcomb's quality is disappointing um the only other negative uh, that i can think of from the game really and i thought this is strange for me i try to be a positive person i swear um was it, we should have had another touchdown. Um, obviously, there was that there was a catch in the end zone by George Pickens where his trailing foot was just just out of bounds. So that just shows a little bit of ill discipline, I think, a little bit of sloppiness. I mean, it's not college. He's not in Georgia anymore. You have to, especially on those those kind of tightrope catches, you have to be sure to tap the second toe down. So, look, if I can if I can fall to anything from the from from the game, that would be the the thing the thing that I would highlight. We have to be constructive. We have to say the good points, the bad points. I, I think we're in the right direction. There's obviously things you can improve on. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's, it's a massive improvement week on week for the offense. Don't get me wrong. It, like I said, they're finding ways to win. They're finding ways to put points in the board. They're they're a legitimate playoff contender at this stage in the season. So uh, the, the ceiling is sky high. The defense is doing its job. Uh, Quan Alexander, the game ceiling pick at the end. Uh, which was absolutely fantastic. So, look, our defense is carrying us, and it's just up to the offense now to, to crank it up more and more every week, and hopefully get to the to reach their potential, the potential that we all know that they that that they have within them. There was maybe another another small negative, I suppose you could say as well, with the, the penalties. Um, there there was a lot of penalties. Flags were going everywhere. And um, Tory, sorry, uh, Joey Porter Jr. You know, in particular, I think he had three got maybe potentially costing holding call at the end of the game. Um, you know, Broderick Jones had a couple of as well. So there is just a bit of an inexperience creeping in there as well. But as I say, you know, you live and you learn. Hopefully that's something we can build on as well next week. Yeah, I think like color penalties and like it, it's completely right. It's but it's happening across the league with so many teams. Mm. Even even the best teams like seeing the Eagles on Sunday and the amount of penalties they give away towards the end. They almost gave away a game against the Cowboys. It was it was crazy to see. So I think that's something where you just try and go forward each week during the season and get better at that one. We're getting into the business end of the season now. Hopefully we can sort of scratch that up and try and keep going forward. And um, let's hear, before we hear from Mike Tomlin, we'll, we'll hear from um, Deontay Johnson getting his first touchdown in 655 days. Kenny Pickett and TJ Watt as well. That a weight off your shoulder getting that touchdown back? Oh yeah, you know. 655 days since I scored, though. I'm happy I was able to, you know, get in the end zone today, you know. I seen it on Twitter today. I'm like, it's really been that long, but, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm happy that I got an end zone. I'm 
looking forward to getting in the zone next week. What was that celebration like? It almost looked like a bit of relief more than anything. <laughs> I actually, I didn't know what I was going to do, to be honest, once I scored. But I was just trying to get hyped with my teammates, Kenny, whoever it was that was coming up to me. I was just trying to, you know, show love, you know, because everybody put in a lot of work. 600 plus days is a long time. Yeah. How did you grow as a person, as a player, through some of that adversity? Uh, it was tough, you know, just really how I just carried myself each and every day, not trying to think about it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I got to figure out ways uh, if I got to do something different or, to, you know what I'm saying, on certain routes or whatever it was. But, you know what I'm saying, just being myself and not pressing each and every week, just letting the ball find me, just keep getting open, and uh, that's what happened. Did you yeah. notice any difference with Matt being on the sideline, calling the plays down there? Uh, I was just trying to look for something different and get a spark going. Uh, like I said, we, I'm, I support them. So whatever they do, I'm, I'm with it regardless. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it wasn't just that touchdown, but three games where you've had a, a big impact. What's key that impact since you've returned from injury? From um, just my ability, you know, just to draw attention, you know, having George and on the other side just allows us to, allows Kenny to know who he has out there. Um, makes him comfortable, you know what I'm saying, because he knows who's going to get open. And um, just by me being able to route run and just do what I do best, and I showed that tonight. TJ, you guys have been in so many tight games. When it gets tight late, because you've been in these situations so much, do you feel like you have an advantage? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, games are hard to win. Uh, I feel like a lot of teams are in these situations a lot. Um, it's just kind of getting in the mode of trying to do your job, do your best. Um, we always say defense wants to be out there when the game's on the line. And uh, tonight was no different. Glad Quan uh, was able to deliver a big play for us. Hey, this was a bit good at adjusting at halftime. What did you see out of the crew tonight to get Levis kind of off his rhythm there in the second half? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I felt like he he showed some toughness tonight. He took some hits, uh, was able to deliver some good passes uh, under pressure, and we were able to just continue to uh, kind of keep him under duress. and be able to have him throw that pick at the end there was huge. There needed to be better communication in the second half, and that was the adjustment you guys talked about in the locker room. What were those conversations like when you guys trying to get back out there? No, I mean, have better communication. Uh, it's, it's that simple. Um, we just need to talk more, uh, especially when a guy like Ming goes down, obviously a guy that does a lot of talking. Uh, anytime a guy like Cole goes down, a guy that does a lot of the talking in the middle, we need to emphasize communication, especially when we're playing at home and the fans are going crazy. It makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, but I feel like we did a better job in the second half for sure. How did you guys feel you did against Henry and uh, how critical was that? I felt like we're, we we did pretty well against the run. I haven't looked at anything, um, but uh, just continuing to bow up in situations and make them one-dimensional. And um, I feel like we did a good job of that tonight. Deontay. Down the sideline, what, what did you see and how did that play unfold? Was that the call from the huddle or did that change? No, that was a call from the huddle. Had man, um, had Tay on a go one on one. Uh, wanted to give him an opportunity, a big third down for us to get down there in the red zone uh, and eventually, you know, score. So it was a good good play for us. What was it like having Matt on the sidelines? Did, did it help at all? It was good. I think, you know, we communicate really well with the headset. No one else really gets a chance to do that with him. Um, so I think, you know, him being able to go over to each position group. Um, and kind of get on the same page with them and let them know what we're thinking going into each drive. I think it definitely was a positive. Kenny, how did that come about? Did you request that or? No, I didn't. I was just, you know, came to work and I was told that, so. Any effects on your play from the injury? No, no, no. I felt, felt good.
Um, shout out to our, our trainers, Gabe and Gabe leading the way, um, helped me get ready to go. And, and Sonia and Dino, um, you know, short week, did a great job of helping me get ready, and I felt good. Mind this play this week from last week that I've got. Uh, I haven't seen it. You know, I can't. I can't answer that question. Um, I know they did a great job um, protecting run game um, backs, hitting the hole really hard, and, and um, you know running downhill and getting north south, which was great to see. Um, getting guys in the end zone, having explosive runs. Um, so it was a good day for for the for the guys up front. About you in this offense, that you guys seem to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. I think we all have faith in each other. You know, we got trust and we all care for one another. Um, there's no one in there that has any doubt um, when it comes down to those fourth quarters that we're going to be able to, you know, put a drive together and go down there and score. Um, right now, we're just searching for that consistency all game. Um, you know, we're one or two plays here and there where I felt like, um, you know, we would have more points on the board. We would have been sweating it out at the end. Um, so, you know, we just got to continue to work at that. Getting that touchdown to Deontay, he hasn't had one in quite a while. Just what was it when you saw that play develop and what's it like to get him in the end zone? It was great. It was awesome. Obviously, you know, it was a big deal um, to get him in the end zone. It's been it's been too long for sure. So, um, you know, see that smile on his face after that was great. And I'm, I'm sure it felt like the world was off his back now so he can go relax and play and uh, continue to be the, the guy that he is for us. He had an unbelievable game. Say that again, sorry. Significance of that opening drive for you guys to finally it was big. We, it was big. We did what we were searching to do, you know, all year with that opening drive, going down there and score. I thought the balance was great. I thought we had great balance all night. Um, the run game, working off the pass, vice versa, um, getting guys some some really good situations on the outside um, that helped open up the run. So it was it was good having that um, balance. What can you say about how the running backs kind of played off each other tonight and their ability to kind of? Yeah, yeah. I think you know having two backs that are that are fresh in there, it's a huge difference. I think you see it. Um, both elite type backs that um, when they get going and they, and they start hitting those holes north south, they're really tough to bring down. They both run really hard, um, you know, great speed to power with both of them. And uh, can't say enough, you know, that they do in the pass game as well. I think it's, you know, underappreciated uh, with 22 and 32 when they get the ball in the flat or they have space. Um, you know, if, I, if, I ever in if, I, if I'm ever in trouble or if I don't see um, the coverage clearly, checking it down to those guys and letting them go do their thing was huge for us. Great to hear from the guys on the Irish Steelers podcast. Jimmy, what a big defensive play at the end to win this game. I mean, like you're talking yeah. about like ways and means. You talk about how this defense is, is coming up when it needs to. But, man, that cry, I haven't heard that crowd at Arkansas in Pittsburgh as loud since Big Ben's last game. That was one of the biggest pops I've heard in a long time with Australia. Yeah, absolutely. And before we even talk about that, the critic, the, the crucial play that um the Quan Alexander had, one about TJ Watt and his no helmet sack of Will Levis. I mean, to get your to get your helmet ripped off by an offensive lineman, and I mean his hands were up on that face mask. That should have been a penalty in its own right. But then to to get off the block, circle back around and, and make a sack, and you could see the ferocity on TJ's face after that. The, He's just playing at an all-pro level at this stage, and I would be shocked if A, the production doesn't continue, and B, he's not the defensive player of the year um, at the at the end of the year. So, look, thank God for for our defense. I mean, even missing some crucial pieces, they still came up big. Um, Joey Porter Jr. did a very good job of locking up the, um, DeAndre Hopkins for the, for the majority of the game, one of the best receivers in the league. So, yeah, defense... Put, put the team on their back as usual and uh, got got the got made the, made the plays when required. So long may that continue as well. He had a PFF rating, Joey Porter Jr. Dave of ninety five point seven. 
coverage grade, which is just unbelievable to see at such a young age in the league. Did you see him and his old man, the similarities that they posted in terms of that of entering the field? I, I got chills and I'm thousands of miles by one. He's, he's becoming a great shutdown corner, even like when we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, it's the Rams. Anytime Puka Nakua, who was catching balls left, right and centre, anytime he went on him, he, he was able to guard him pretty easily. And he's becoming somebody that we knew he, he could become. He's becoming a shutdown corner and nobody really gets any success against him. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, maybe not as good now, but a couple of years ago, he was considered top five receiver in the league at, a bit at most. So he's becoming something that we think we knew he could become. He's, even when he failed us in the second round, we were thinking, how on earth, how on earth has he actually landed us? But he's, he's continuing his dad's legacy on as, as a Pittsburgh Steeler, and it's fantastic to see. I mean, as you said, it brings tear to your eye, and it's great to see it, and long may it continue. Bad tear from Coach Tomlin after the game. Big win for the Steelers going by and fleeing the season. He's excited about the win. Um, obviously, um, it could have been cleaner. Uh, first and foremost, from a penalty perspective, um, part of being a tough team to beat first is not kicking your own butt, man. And, and we kind of been doing that some, and we got to own that. And so um, we will. Uh, we'll review it. We'll learn from it. We'll look at it. Uh, we'll, we'll bring some officials into our practice setting in an effort to, to be cleaner because uh, that was catastrophic, really, in a lot of instances to our efforts tonight. Um, but I'm appreciative of the fight. Um, we needed this one. Uh, and it's good to get it, get it on a short week and be in the clubhouse, man, on a Thursday night with the necessary victory for the week. And so excited for them. Uh, we'll rest up, man, take advantage of the long weekend and, 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 and begin our next process. We had a couple of injuries. Obviously, Cole Holcomb's got a serious injury. Um, I thought some prayers are with him, man. Uh, I'll have an update. I'm sure the next time we come together regarding the nature of that, uh, Mon Adams had an ankle um, to what degree, I don't know. Um, I'm sure we got some other bumps and bruises associated with play. Um, but uh, thankful for the victory. Um, we'll stack it and move forward. Questions? Mike, you ran for 166 yards today. What was the difference today? Um, you know, I thought we converted some third downs earlier. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about it, like you, you convert possession downs, uh, you get more snaps. And, um, and so, you know, I think we converted our first third down of the game. Um, and it's, I don't know how many of those we've had. And so um, when you convert in third downs, you get more snap opportunities. Um, and that usually leads to the attrition component of play. Um, and, and really, that's kind of representative of the run game. Do you like what you're getting, the one-two punch from those two guys? Is different styles? You know, really, tonight was probably our first time to take a look at it because we had a more fluid start. And so, yes, I do. Um, I do. What went into the switch at right tackle, and do you think that helped it? You know, I just thought we needed a spark. I thought Broderick had worked hard, was deserving of the opportunity, and so we gave it to him. Great to hear from Coach Tomlin after a big win. And look, win's a win. I'll take one every day of the week, boys. Five and three in the season. Got to keep marching all night. As we enter the 10th week of the season, firstly, just give a very, very quick shout-out. And Matt's... Uh, a lot of Steeler Nation in Germany at the weekend. And when I say a lot, 20 people on Saturday evening. A couple of lads actually come up to it and saying they've seen the content online for the podcast. Guys from Mainz, guys from Dortmund and Cologne, uh, big Steelers fans. I want to give a shout out to them. And I know that they would love 
to see a game in Europe, whether that's in Ireland or wherever. We'll see what happens. But I, I know they're all very, very happy to see it continue expanding. And I know there's great work going on in Germany with the Steelers also. So props to them. And uh, please do, if you're out of the game this weekend and you're wearing your black and yellow, please do give us a shout and we'll get a picture or something for the crack. Um, look, Packers this weekend, boys. Like This is a game where... Outside of last Sunday, before the Packers came into the game against the Rams, I think anybody would would genuinely be forgiven for thinking, looking down the stretch two weeks later, going, this is a good matchup for the Steelers team to have. And Jimmy, the way the Packers played against the Rams last week, Jordan Love starting to develop a bit more, albeit they were going up against Brett Rippon. But the Packers team, with their young core offense, could pose problems to any team, never mind the fact they're going to go into Pittsburgh this weekend. This is a really interesting matchup, man, this weekend. Yeah, and this game concerns me a little bit more than the previous ones, purely for the fact that the Steelers have an unfortunate tendency to play down to teams with a worse record or perceived lesser teams. You know, the Packers are coming in with a 3-5 and five record. They're a losing record, the, the mirror image of our record. So I think we have to be on our guard a little bit. Of course, you mentioned there Jordan Loaf. He, he bided his time behind Aaron Rodgers. He's now one of the upcoming quarterbacks in the league. You know, some top talented wide receivers. You have Romeo Dobbs there. You also have Aaron Jones. Obviously, an unfortunate fumble against the Rams um, last weekend, but still one of the premier backs in the league. So I think it's going to be challenging. I think they're going to pass the ball a lot. I think they're going to challenge our secondary. Um, but, you know, look... It's it's a six o'clock game, so we won't be up till the the wee hours watching. So I'm I'm grateful for that at least. The wee hours. Uh, how how late will you go for a live game at the minute, Jimmy? It's a very good question, Michael. Depends. It depends. Um, you know, I, I could probably push it out to one a.m. But you know, like like a like I'm fond of saying, I'm a man who needs my sleep. So it 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 all depends on the caliber of the game and what I have going on the next day. Yeah, I was tempted to watch Sunday Night Football last week at 2 o'clock, and I just, I just couldn't do it. The thing is, if it's the Steelers, yes. But if it's a different, if it's a big game, big game, it just depends on how you're feeling. But I'm more of like a like a two or three. I, I Look, I'm a complete madman when it comes to watching stuff like that, but I love it as well. Dave, what do you think are the keys to the game this weekend? Outside of the, you know, the normal ones, the high-end defense, trying to get to Jordan Love. Like, this is a Packers team that a lot of us, even though we're 10 weeks and we don't know that much about them because they're chopping and changing each week. They're developing as a team. And I guess for us, we'll want to see the offense continue to try and gel and see Kenny get better and better this week. Yeah, no, that's that's obviously the key to the game. Um, just improving on the offense, getting better every single week. You know, Green Bay, they're not a, they're not a great team. Um, let's be honest about it. You know, they're sort of middle of the pack. Jordan Love hasn't got really much... Um, you know, he hasn't got really any really specialties, hasn't got the greatest arm, not the the, uh, the most mobile quarterback. He's And so far in his young career, if you like, he hasn't proven much. I mean, he's had a few glimpses here and there, but honestly, our defense should be able to deal with our offense relatively easily. I mean, they haven't got that many great weapons, I suppose you could say. But as Jimmy just said, you know, we do sometimes tend to play down to, to opposition. I remember as well, this is funny enough, Green Bay Packers a couple of years ago on Sunday Night Football, we let Brad Hundley come in and he sort of dictated the game against us. So it's never easy, against, especially against a franchise like the Packers. You know, they're always going to be there and they're always going to be competitive. So keep the defense playing the way they are. The offense, just step it up another notch. You know, can it get Kenny 
bit of rhythm, hopefully better in the first quarter this time around. And before you know it, hopefully we're, we're rolling on to another win of, of the last series of, of this sort of stretch of home games we have. So if we can come off next week, six and three, then that's obviously a positive and, you know, we'll, we'll go into the Browns game, the, the watch party speaking, next speaking uh, of, week speaking after. Of fir- speaking of first down, first downs, Dave, I think the game against the Titans was, we had a first down in the first half of the first quarter, I believe, and it was the first time I remember a first down in the first half of the Steelers game in a long time. So look, that's progression. I mean, we, we've been saying it the whole time. The Steelers are obviously building their offense up slowly and slowly and slowly. And I genuinely thought that we're, we're all waiting for the offense to explode. So hopefully at, at some stage we do see that this season. Absolutely. And like, I feel like I mention this every week, Jimmy, to be honest with you, but like when you look at the division and you see what the Bengals done in week nine, you see what that Browns defense can do against different mm-hmm. teams. And you see, like everyone's solving the Ravens, we have to keep winning. Yes, yeah. five and three, but use these next two weeks. Use the game against the Packers. Use this game against the Browns next week in mm. the watch party in Dublin as a way to get to seven and three. Imagine leaving Crump Park seven and three. Yeah. How incredible that be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a division that looked didn't look to be any great shakes in the early weeks of the season, it really has heated up now to become, I think, one of the best um, the best divisions, especially in the conference. I mean, you look at the AFC West, that's pretty much shown up by the Chiefs at this stage. Um I haven't really been keeping tabs. The AFC East is probably going to come down to the bank, to the to the Bills and the Dolphins as it usually does. But yeah, though, this is definitely a huge competitive division, and every every win counts, especially when you you can hopefully pick up relatively easy wins against non-division opponents, um, like the Packers and the and the Titans as well. So just keep winning. That's all we have to do. I mean, like I said earlier, I think the Steelers are genuinely at this stage playoff contender. Uh, if they can just keep it up and make steady improvements week on week. Dave, give me your pick. I'm going to say the Steelers win this game 24 to 14. Defense are good, but I think Kenny takes a step up this week. And I'm going to say that both Deontay Johnson and George Pickens get a passing touchdown in this game. It, it can happen. It can easily happen. I mean, with, with George, you know it. He's obviously left the field a bit frustrated last week that he didn't manage to keep his, his feet in. But, you know, there's always learned that learning curve he can take. But um, I'm going for a bit lower scoring. I'm going for 21-11. I think our defense, they should be able to sort of keep them at bay. You know, he's their there. offense. What's that? Are you adding a wee safety into that? Yeah, at 11. I like it. I like tackling 11 points here on my head. Well, you know, the te- teams nowadays, they don't like chicken field goals. They just prefer going for two. So I think the Packers are maybe one of those. But... um. That's that's what I'm going for. I think, um, honestly, I think if our defense can just play the way they usually do, they shouldn't have any real issues dealing with Jordan Love and um, our our offense. You know, at the same time, we keep telling ourselves we hope it gets better. We hope it gets better. A lot of times, we we do sort of we do we do improve obviously week by week. But I'm just trying to be a bit more conservative. I've been going for recently. I've been going for 28, uh, 21 stuff, and we never seem to put it up. In fact, so. I just think it's one of those things where if we can just keep our defense in the, in the same shape and we can easily just sort of keep them at bay with, with one arm's length and hopefully we'll, we'll come out with a win. So that's my prediction, 21 to 11. Bring it to the back, as I say. Give me full house. 
before I make my pick, Michael, I'd like to call attention to Dave, who is doing November, and he's make he's made quite a decent effort so far. So, Dave, do you have a fundraising link? I, I, do you know what, Jimmy? I'm one of those that just go. You know what? I'm not going to ask anybody for money. I'm just going to do it myself. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? But I'll tell you what: if the Steelers win, I'll pub one up. You can definitely donate. Well, do you know what? I, I commend you for your efforts. So I wanted to call attention to the fact that our own Dave McKee is is partaking in November. So if and when he starts accepting donations, please give generously. Um, in terms of my pick, I'm going to do what I normally don't do and go less conservative. And I'm going to have faith in the Steelers, and I'm going to go twenty-eight ten Steelers. I think George Pickens atones for his sloppy lack of a toe drag. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we get four touchdowns. I, I have a feeling that Matt Canada being on the sideline is a, is an improvement. And I think it, it it gives him more of a connection with the offense. He's able to communicate better with his quarterback and his, and his offensive players. Um, and I think it's better for the team in general. So I think, yeah, 28-10, take that to the bank. I'll tell you what, if it's 28-10... I'll definitely put a uh, definitely put my fundraiser up, no problem. If it's That'll twenty, be... if it's twenty eight ten, I'll be the first person to make a donation, Dave. <laughs> I want to start shaving at this point, boys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> great, great cause for the month as well. Fair play, Dave. We don't know what the time of recording that the game is on Sky Sports in Ireland and the UK, but we know it's on off the ball and the radio coverage. I have to say, listening to a game on the radio is actually quite a cool experience. I, I listened to the Eagles Cowboys game on the radio on Sunday night. I loved it. I was driving back. Yeah. And, so I'm definitely going to tune into that this weekend. But uh, if you're heading to the game, book, if you're listening, there's loads of people fan over from Ireland and for, for NFL games. Do reach out at Steelers Ireland, hashtag Steelers Ireland. Um, again, we don't know if the game's going to be on TV for us this week, but if it's not, it'll be an NFL game pass. Check out the X and Instagram channels for more information as the week progresses. But for now, that's us, boys. We might be back with some interesting stuff this week. I know we've got some cool news to share soon about this watch party in Dublin next weekend, which is completely sold out. Hundreds of Steelers fans are going to attend Crow Park, and we're really, really excited for it. I know we're we'll going to talk about so much more than that, and I'm getting excited even thinking about it. But hopefully we're going in the Croker 6 and 3. I think that's what we all want. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you boys so much for your time, as always. Thanks everyone for listening. Really, really appreciate it, folks. Let us know any questions you have, and we'll get them on the next podcast. This has been the Irish Steelers podcast. Here we go. Here we go.